safe capsule. All systems are go. Captain's Log number 29. This is Chandler Roberts reporting for Fearless Fame. With me today is my brother, Aaron Roberts. Hey everyone, today I've got my brother here and we're just going to kind of talk about um, him a little bit, kind of what he's going, uh, what he's got going on in his life and what um, uh, his goals are and everything. So first I'll let him introduce himself a little bit. Aaron, why don't you tell me uh, just kind of what you're doing currently, like schooling and everything. How's that going? And uh, Right now I'm in high school. Uh, junior, uh, I'm taking all my core classes. Um, I'm in a lot of kind of like woodworking or metal shop, you could say. I like designing stuff um, that are hands-on. I am not. I'm more of a hands-on person, so that it helps me get through school. Um, and I have this college class that I'm doing right now that. Uh, allows me to use computers, which I love to do, uh, and make things out of metal. Uh, it's something that I enjoy, and I want to go on further in college. Awesome. And so, um, if you can think back a little bit, um, do you remember what you first thought when I first said I'm going to start making a company and everything? Like, can you take us back to that? Um, that was... Well, from what I mostly was like your Instagram going mm -hmm. and like you introducing like your how lion is like your main like look mm -hmm. um and I just remember you and your friends up north always mm -hmm. liking and just designing stuff and you talking to Mr. Cutler about selling shirts and you yeah. sold shirts at the school and just making your business do what you love to do yeah, in the early stages, it was kind of any art that we could make was kind of the idea, to, and then trying to somehow sell it. Um, and uh, it, originally, Taylor was teaching me everything up at school. He's showing me how to do everything with Photoshop, and so that's kind of like the first venue was just digital art. Um, and then the t-shirts happened, and that was just kind of just trying to get something started because... Um, the concept of buying and selling t-shirts is a pretty easy money maker. Um, and then we, uh, the last 30, uh, Cutler asked if he could buy them. And that wasn't even, I didn't actually try to set that up. That was, um, Zach just messaged me and said, hey, when you get back home, talk to Cutler. And I was like, what? Okay. And I get home and he asked to basically buy them. And I was like, awesome. This is going to help out a lot. And it kind of got a little bit of the reach into the school. And, um, yeah. So now, with how it's going, and we're getting, um, we're gaining some traction, and you know, um, we're not just college kids out of a dorm now. There's a little bit of um, legal paperwork behind it and everything, and um, we've got some momentum building, and um, kind of one of the main things that we're trying to get done is bring up all the family members. You know, we're trying to get everyone squared away because we we've all kind of had our own struggles and you know we're not all financially set and so I want to get us all there so that we're all living and living happily and you know everyone can do what they want to do for a living not do what they have to do to survive mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah and I'm very happy to bring you along with this on, on the actual like team side of it cuz like some of our some of the family and everything we're going to kind of 
you know, just help them. You know, mm-hmm. Like, I don't expect Grandma Janet to come work for me, yeah. but obviously I'm going to buy her a new house when she, yeah. or, or a, a new whatever, or just set her up to where she needs to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but you are someone that I want to have right on that team and doing whatever it is you li- like to do for work. See, and you going to the school and having colors, all that, I also feel like it's not just our family. It's everyone. So it's kind of like an inspiration for everyone's families. Yeah, uh, exactly. Because, like, the Millers. I mean, mm-hmm. people that aren't blood family but are just even better than family mm-hmm. even. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is kind of a little summary of where we're at mentally right now. And I think that's a good good take on this era that we're living through uh, and kind of I'm thinking about eras lately because we're all you know kind of moving out of this house yeah. the, the Miller's house we've we moved here well, let's see you want to go through the the house um well we were living the, with Shannon yeah so from what I remember because <laughs> I don't remember much of dad because I yeah. was two right so if we started living with Shannon that was when we were still going to East Jordan schools and and then that kind of came to an end, and we uh, moved over to Boyne. By the high school and middle school. Yeah, right by the school. And that's and when Mom met Buddy. Yeah, Mom and Buddy met, and see, I was in, I think I was finishing sixth and about to start seventh. Yeah. And then by the time that year came to an end and I was about to start eighth grade, we were... Um, we we lived in Grandma's. We lived at the trailer for a bit at Grandma's. Right. Yeah, we went to Grandpa's, kind of that little in-between, and then out to the Boyne City, Charlotte Boy Road. And then we came over to... Groveland. Yep, for over to Groveland, and that's when we met Jeff and the Millers, you know, Karen, Josie, and Mike. And... and Jeff. Yeah, and Jeff. And we, um... Jeff and I kind of started being friends mostly through baseball, and then, and obviously being neighbors, became quick friends, and that's this house that we're talking about right now that we're sitting in, and um, this summer, so it's been, let's see, if that year would be 2009, because I started high school in 2010. Yeah, because you graduated in 14. Yeah, and so... 2009 to 2018, so nine years. Yeah. Nine years, and that's just us. That's not even the Millers living here. So nine years for us, and now the house is getting sold, and and everyone's moving out. When you moved to Northern, me, Mom, and Ellie, we were at the house back by the school, and then we moved out to Grandpa's, and now we're at the house we're at right now, which Mom's looking to sell, probably. Yeah, a lot of moving. But I think that it's a good I think it's a good next step. Everyone's I think everyone's on a right track. Moving to where they wanna be. Yeah. And I think that things are it's gonna be a little rough initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we're all gonna get through it nicely and well, we've got um a little intros and everything set and I think uh we're ready for the next part of this which art time (laughs) and this is fun for me because I love art do I all things art and um 
even if I'm not really that good at it, I still enjoy learning how to get better at it. And so um, this is going to be fun for me to kind of have you learn a little bit of some art skills. And so I brought some clay out for you. And now you've talked to me about the struggle you have with finding inspiration on what to make. Yeah. And so you want to talk a little about how that, like what you're thinking and that kind of thing? See, uh, I love to do art. Just, mm-hmm. Even though I'm not the best at it, I love it. It's something Chan has always done, so it's like something that I want to do. Um, I'm more good with computers, so like art on computers, that's what I'm decent at. I can like make stuff, but hands-on is a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. So it's just the mental block of trying to find stuff to make. See, and so what I do initially looking at here, you've got a set amount of colors. Mm-hmm. And so you can only, I mean, you can obviously make things the wrong color if you wanted. Yeah. But that's that's only if the idea comes to you. And so the whole point here is that the, you're having a sh- shortage of ideas. So we'll start with which colors you have here. Um... Any color, or what? what's your favorite color, actually? Mm, I have to say blue. Blue? Like, uh, yeah. What, what's your favorite, like, shade of blue? Um, not too dark, but not too light, so kind of middle range. Like, this is a little too light. Um, Do you like the royal blues? Kind of, yeah. See, I, I dig navies, but I've, I've liked navy for so long, like, that dominates my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm trying to get into, like bring some more reds in. Yeah. But, anyway, so some blue, if you want to work with blue, we've got, it's a little sky blue, but, um, can you think of anything that's sky blue, besides the sky, obviously? But, um, I don't know. Or even just blue in general, some blue items. And while you're thinking, on a side note here, I am going to continue painting this tree that I got from work. Um, Bruce was just going to kind of toss it, and it was just an, a spare piece from a project that we were going to do at the shop, and I decided to keep it so that I could paint it myself at home, and he's obviously way fine with that, because he was just going to toss it anyway, so, um, oh, here we go, here's my brush. So, any ideas on blue um, things? You know, one of the main things, because I also am very interested in cars, like mm-hmm. Jeff, um, just blue cars, it's just like, I don't know, just cars is yeah. what I'm also interested in, so just... Well, what, uh, do you have a favorite car? I like GTRs. GTRs? Uh-huh. See, and I'm so bad with cars that I have no idea what car you're talking <laughs> so yeah grab your phone look it up and this is where I go to Pinterest most when I'm like like especially with these cartoon designs and stuff and I'm like I need to look at the actual structure of a real fox or something so I'll just search fox and then I get tons and tons of like different angles and inspiration on what a fox looks like and then you can start adding some little tags to it, yeah. like the style you want to do. Like if you want to do a hyper-realistic, that's usually what comes through first. But you can also do something like a cartoon version, and then you get the, you can see how people 
translate, you know, fur lines and, you know, realistic. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. You should try to build that. That'd be cool. We've got, and I would just break it down into just blue and black if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Or you can, if you want to try a little bit of other colors, go for it. But, um, yeah, just search as many pictures as you can to try and get all the different angles because okay. you're working with a three-dimensional piece here so you yeah. can you can do the same and you can rotate it and and yeah so i think that's a good place to start for you um i am gonna go with a little bit of this green go. here, the dark green i'm using i wish i knew how to pronounce the name properly i think it's daler not sure at all. It's D-A-L-E-R. A couple different options on how that could be pronounced, but let's do this blade here. Um, anyway, um, Daler Rowney, I think is how it's pronounced. It's really nice paint. My mom got it for me, um, I think for Christmas. I think that mom's gotten like a lot of really, really good paints mm-hmm. and stuff for me, but I never realized that they were as good as they were. Because, as a kid, the to me, the definition of something good, as far as, like, paint and everything, mm-hmm. was something that covered very well the first time. Like, a Not really, a, like, a really inky pen, I mm-hmm. guess. And, yeah. like, the colored pencils that she would get me had to be, like, lightly drawn with and, like, yeah. shaded and not use a whole lot of force and I just want to like scribble in the color yeah and so like I felt that they were lower quality because I couldn't do what I wanted with Mm -hmm. them but like looking back at it I think that they're like because I've seen the brand names and I like search up really good art products and stuff Mm -hmm. now and I see exactly the things that like some of the things she got me as a kid like dang I wish I knew that it was actually good stuff Mm -hmm. and Cause I mean, yeah, she told me it was good stuff, but like, you just don't believe it. <laughs> Go away. All right. I'm gonna put a little bit. I'm gonna try this sponge technique and see if I can. Can I get the get a little leafy look to it? Because this paintbrush isn't gonna do it. It's just gonna make it look like a bunch of brush strokes. How's your car coming so far? Oh, I'm trying to work kind of like from, because this photo is kind of like an auxiliary view. Mm-hmm. So I'm really just like, right now I'm focusing on the wheel and the kind of fender, that kind of area. Okay. So. Nice. I should have got this sponge a little wet first, um, but it'll work. Anyone that might be listening in the future, um, I would love to know what your favorite type of art medium is. For me personally, um, I'd have to say it's either clay or drawing, and it has to do with the amount of control that I have, because with like paint and everything, it feels so messy to me, and so... Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't control my brush strokes as well as I can control a pencil. 
or as well as I can um, you know, manipulate clay with my hands. Do you have a favorite, Aaron? I mean, you um, said computer. Yeah. But, like, and is that, like, what is the reasoning behind it? Is it the, is it the ability to, like, go backwards? The fact yeah. That you, you can, like, can, control Z? You, you can go backwards, but, like, if you, like, no, I did like the way I had it before. You can also mm -hmm. make copies of it online, and it'd still be the same thing. Right. And you can really just, like, uh, like experiment, like, what you like, and... If you liked how you first had it, you can go right back so to much it. Better. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I have that problem a lot with work. At, uh, I'm using Flexi, and I can so easily just control Z, control Z if I need to, like, go backwards and fix a mistake. Or if I, you know, I want to just try something, like, oh, how would it look if I did this? Mm -hmm. And I do it, and I'm like, oh, looks terrible. Go backwards, go backwards. Yeah. But then, like, if I knock out something new and, like, a half of something, Mm -hmm. Like say I need to um, make a new logo and I'm trying to build a character and I make a really nice half of his face, I can just grab it, flip it, you know, yeah. make, make a duplicate. And now so it's it like, exact yeah, and now it's identical on both sides where trying to do that with clay, you kind of got to just pick a favorite side. Like when I'm making these little models for my um, mm -hmm. cartoon, I don't really know what to do with them. Um, except just pick a side and then take that back on the computer and do, like I said, flip it and, and then have a symmetrical character. This sponge thing is working out pretty nice. I'm pretty happy with it. Mm -hmm. And then I might even come back through again with the lighter um, green a second time to kind of get some highlights in it. We'll see. What, um, part of the car did you start with? Uh, the, the fender in front of the steering wheel. Um, uh, it just, I don't know, it's, there's a lot of details on cars. And oh, yeah. You know, some just, people, um. I feel like focusing on this little front part will just keep going along. Exactly what you're doing right now is like some people's profession. They, they do it little miniature ones, and then they literally do full-scale um, sculptures out of clay. Mm -hmm. That's some impressive work. I see those, and they, oh, they get it so smooth and so clean on their lines, and it just can make some really elegance. I swear, um, cars are just pieces of art, you know? Mm -hmm. like, They're all different. Yeah. I love the aesthetics. Like, I'm not... I know that some people love cars for their engines and for the oh, yeah. like for the performance side. Like Jeff loves the speed and everything. And I love speed too. Like it's yeah. cool and everything. But everyone has that kind of like yeah. There's this feeling of going fast. Yeah, but for me, I'm I'm not sure if I like that or if I like just the appearance more like, sometimes. Like. Appreciate a well-made. You can talk about how that time where you and Jeff were driving together, and he said, "Look at that." And you know, <laughs> were talking about the sign. Yeah, and see. He's talking about the car. Perfect example. Like, we um, we're just driving back from Gaylord, and um, he's looking out the window, and I'm driving. Which is, yeah, you want to let Oliver out real quick? Oh, I have a boxer, and he's quite.
a handful sometimes. He uh, he loves to whine for the sake of whining, because. I mean, sometimes when he whines, it's clearly because he's got to go outside or because he's hungry or, you know, one of the core things of taking care of a dog. That's why he's whining. But then there are other times where I just take care of all those things. You know, he's fed. I've just played with him. He's been outside twice or three times even. And he's got everything he needs. And then he just still whines. And I don't really know what to do at that point except just let him whine. <laughs> um, but mostly just play with him some more. So, anyway, yeah, we were driving back from Gaylord, and Jeff looks out the window, because he's um, in the passenger, which is strange, because he almost always drives. Always. And um, he wasn't, I was, and he's just like, oh, that's a nice one right there. And I look out the same window, and my first thought is to look at um, what I, you know, notice, and I see the sign, because that's... What I'm always looking for is all the sign work because mostly it's actually my work. Like I've, my hands have touched it and I, you know, had a part of that at the wood shop. Um, but then other times it's just out of appreciation, like, oh, that would be really cool to work on, and, and like I can imagine how it's built and everything. And so I was looked at the first sign I've noticed and I was like, yeah, that's a cool one. And then there's a little pause and Jeff was like, because you could tell that no one actually declared what it was that was cool, and he's like. The, or I was like, that Glenwood sign, right? And he's like, no, that GTR. And I was like, oh, yeah, not the same thing. But I thought it was cool that we both noticed the things that we like, you know, and or or more that the the things we noticed was what we work on. So like, even when we have our free time, the things that in, we find enjoyment in are the things that we get to go work our nine to five in, which is to me a very a very cool um, realization. And I feel like the wood shop had a main part of like you still going on the artistic road. Yeah, I get to, because um, my like, after some recent like, I guess self discovery on like what it is that makes me me mm -hmm. and everything, like, I just love the idea of being able to create one thing every day. And um, so my job gives me that chance and that opportunity every day. Uh, whether I actually want to or not, that and so um, I come in and I get to design something. I usually design two or three jobs a day. Um, sometimes it might only be one, but I hardly ever don't design something on the computer. And then from there, I am doing some sort of vinyl work. So I've made a new decal to put on someone's truck or window or wall or sign or something. And so there's not only a, a digital something, but now a physical something. And then I even like taking the word create and applying that to things that aren't just art-based. Like you can create memories, you can create moments, you can create atmosphere and all this other things. You can throw, throw the word create basically in front of anything. And um, so that's what I seek out to do every day. And I love that, that my job gives me that opportunity. And then not only that uh, you know it satisfies that um, spiritual level for me, but then I also get a, an amazing tutor in Bruce. You know he's mm -hmm. a he's a great guy, and he's been like, you know, we haven't had solid father figures, yeah, but we but I've been fortunate to have um, Bruce play. You had Bruce. I had Scott mm -hmm. Burns. 
Exactly. We yeah. have these, you get these mentors and these people that are genuinely good people and care about you and, mm -hmm. and they want to help you succeed. And that's what Bruce has provided for me. So it's been, and the, to me, the craziness of the fact that it was my first job, like I didn't have to go on a crazy journey of getting fired and hired and, mm -hmm. um, you know, thinking I can't do any sort of job. I just went out first try and got See, that's, got lucky with Bruce. I wish that's what happened with me. But, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Jobs I've looked at and had, it's not really a, you really want to be there full time mm -hmm. because it's not something that puts you in a great position. Yeah. And then the opportunities that come afterwards for me with this job that... Because I don't actually know, you know, what the future holds as far as um, once Bruce retires, but mm -hmm. there is at least a chance that I could take over in time, mm -hmm. you know, um, just looking at pure facts of historically that Aaron, having the same job and position that I have now, was about to take over, and now that I have that job and that opportunity is still there. I think it's a real possibility, especially if I continue to work the way I am. I don't feel that he would, Bruce would hand it over today, but I do feel that continuing on what I'm doing now, that by the time he's ready to retire, I will have earned that. And do you think he would actually retire, or do you think he would still be part of the business? I think he would stop in every now and then, because it is like his child, because mm -hmm. he actually doesn't even have children. He only has his business, and so, and then, like, aside from the whole, like, romanticism of him, you know, just loving his his company, mm -hmm. he, on a personal note, he just talked about the fact that he just loves to work, so, like, even if he doesn't actually have, um, you know, ownership or anything, he's going to want to stop in and just be like, hey, can I you know, cut some vinyl or something, mm -hmm. you know, like, then, so I think that's uh, how it's yeah. going to, I think he's going to work till the day he dies, and yeah. so, he's that kind of person, yeah, I think he'll retire in the next five, like, I think, if you fast forward it from this moment, five years in the future, mm -hmm. he's signed o over to someone, hopefully me, mm -hmm. um, because you have, I feel like you have a lot of interest in keeping that business going, because that's yeah. your first job, it's something that you enjoy doing. Yeah, I, I, the fact that I love what I do, and to be the head guy, it would give me the greatest chance of promising that I get to continue to do that every day. Mm -hmm. And that's all I care about. Um, and then, in time, you know, when it when it becomes self-sustaining, because I want to, you know, tutor. If I if I were to gain it, I'd want to basically create a second me. You know, mm -hmm. find someone that wants to come in and raise or. Um, you know, mentor him to the f point where he can take over. And you're then talking I, about Lake Haven Taylor there too, part of the. Yeah. Right? Yep, Taylor, my buddy Taylor. Uh, if I get the, if he isn't already hired because he had an interview with Bruce, um, if he isn't already hired by him, I would bring him in one of the first moves I would make, to have him as a designer on the computers, and then I would um. Yeah, get someone to learn how to run it like I was. And then once he's in a position where he can... And I'm just talking manage and run it, not mm -hmm. take over. Yeah. Because I would still own it so that it can I can guarantee that it's 
still there. Still, still how it's supposed to be done, yeah. And then I would actually, like, physically take off as far as, like, move somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. But still let the shop be run as a shop and make my, you know, trips during the summer and whatnot and visit family and see how the shop's being run and everything. Yeah, That'd be good. Yeah, that's like essentially the plan. But, um, and I think that we're all kind of on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everything's going how it should go, and with the exception of you know me losing my friend this earlier this year, mm-hmm. we've all had continued good health and good spirits, and I think that. Um, it's been a long time coming, mm-hmm. you know, and it just makes me happy to see all of us doing well. Yeah. How's your car coming now? Good. I just I just thought of new de- new ways to make the car, and just mm-hmm. I was trying to make it I feel too big, and now I've oh. found a way to make it smaller. Yeah, it does help like scaling it down a little bit to start because. You kind of can hide those details a little mm-hmm. bit, and um, it just makes it a little bit manageable. Sometimes you can get a little too small though, and then it's like working yeah. with miniatures. And because I've I did that when I made those little um, like extra pieces for the characters, mm-hmm. like when I made just their hands yeah. or little accessories like phones and stuff. Oh, those get tiny, and you're just like feel like you're doing surgery. So, are you about done with your car there? Is that... Yeah, I've, I... Next time I come over, I'll probably work on it more. All keep right. going with it. Yeah, and you don't gotta worry because it's not air-dry clay, so you mm-hmm. can, like... You can let it sit a little bit there, and then, um... Uh, it'll just kind of, like... I guess get a little brittle, probably, yeah. is the best. Like, you'll, um... If you wanted to, like, completely remake the body, it'd be hard to do. Yeah. But, if you're just gonna, like take a little bit out and add the because you just gotta like add windows right is that yeah, like what, what yeah, you're thinking kind of a little bit like yeah kind of yeah yeah and so that's that would work fine to do but yeah i uh i liked where my tree ended up i've got i think i'm finished with the um leaves and the like foliage section of it mm-hmm. because uh except the edge here uh, so like um i'm gonna paint that just the dark green just to kind of lose the edge a little bit you know Mm -hmm. because it kind of looks a little unfinished there yeah but the top looks really nice and finished so finish up the side there and then a little bit of the trunk like i was talking to you a little bit earlier where i'll uh, put Uh some put some of the dark um, brown over top and let the the high parts yeah on the part that are raised up and so the indents of the trunk are going to be that little bit of lighter to kind of give it some dimension to it we'll see how all that goes um but yeah solid session for today and so your first podcast is now kind of wrapped up um so that's all cool and that's good um so you want to uh give a little sign up that's kind of how i end most of these is a little sign off um but we can do a special one with you included this time since it's your first and so you just want to i usually um I've always finished them off just saying something like, uh, this has been Chandler Roberts reporting for Fearless Fame, signing off. So something as simple as that. Um, I just always like to 
give my name and report for Fearless Fame. Um, even though I'm, you know, owner, whatever, mm-hmm. CEO, whatever you want to call me. Um, how I mentioned that this whole Spaceman Chan idea in the Arcane Journey podcast mm-hmm. is the idea that we're up in a spaceship, even though we're... We are up in a spaceship. I don't want to shatter the illusion. <laughs> but, so you want to sign off and let people back at, on Earth know what's going on? Um... This is Aaron Roberts, and uh, I was allowed to have an imagination today, and just that imagination, it was fun, and just, it was fun to work with Chan at Fearless Fame. Beautiful, perfect.